Welcome to Unscripted Gaming. My name is Ray. My name is Mike. And I'm Josh. So, gentlemen, we've been out for a couple weeks, and I have been lazy with this production of this podcast. Absolutely it's okay. lazy with it's it. It's been a hectic, no more, no hectic more. time, but when, Stan, when video Ray, games... Ray, I know you thought this podcast was actually us talking about stuff. No, it's really uh, it's an intervention. We mm. got to get on your shit. We're here okay. in front of the internet, yeah. in front of the world. Yeah. We're gonna talk, but we're going to talk about some video games because it seemed like um, for boy, about oh boy. two months there was like nothing. No video games, no news, no nothing. And then like wham, bam, look at hot damn, like Everything happened literally at once. At least three video games happened this week. Maybe even five. They're big ones, though. And then, like, and then, like, one piece of news. So, you know, we this podcast will probably take six, seven minutes tops. We'll get you in and out and on your way because, like, because there's only really one piece of news that's worth talking about so far, and that's the latest and greatest of what's going on in Tap Tycoon, Josh. Mike, let me tell you about Tap Tycoon. (laughs) There's mm. so much going that, on right now. Did I say now. last podcast I started playing Tap Tycoon? How 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 big are the numbers, Josh? Uh, well, I'm up to BH right now. Uh, okay, I'm se- second. That's stupid. That's not se- a number. Second question: Are they still going up? There, Mike. I am pleased to inform They're- you the numbers are still going up. <laughs> yes. Okay. And Tap like, Tycoons, numbers still go They're big. going up even faster. <gasps> the madman. Yeah, it's getting it's Someone, getting pretty crazy. I'm Think of I'm the children. To, I'm almost to the point where I'm going to have a second world, so like, I'll have two sets of numbers that are going up. Oh, shit. So now, like, the numbers you have... There's the, now, the, the, the numbers you have going up are is going up like it's not even about the first set of numbers going up anymore doesn't even, that doesn't even it's like oh this has gone like it's so it's this it's has so gone like f- fourth dimensional this is incredible i need yep. to play more i should probably reinstall tap tycoon so so let me tell you about my story about tap tycoon so because of this son of a bitch over here i actually installed the game i'm like yeah okay whatever i an idle game just a game that you play when you're on the toilet or you got nothing better to do with your life or you're up at you two in the morning just... with your daughter because she's crying and you need to change your diaper and you know what hey do some do some quick tapping real quick it's called a book or a podcast do something with your life anyways i don't have that I much time it, so, I'm, but, <laughs> so i'm no better than him and uh you know it's whatever it's it's, it's an <laughs> idle game i have and uh so this guy says, hey, why don't you join my investment group, which is basically a clan. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Oh, I need to be level 48. Okay, I respect you know people having to level. You don't want people just vamping your resources. So this week, that was two weeks ago. This week, I get to level 48. I'm like, hey, Josh, can I join your clan? He's like, yeah, sure. Here's the code. I go in. Oh, they changed the level cap. It's no longer 48. It's 60. Which would take me, by my math, another two weeks to get to. No, Fuck no. your clan. No, no. No, no, no. You're alright. You'll get there. You know what? It's just, we were getting... They're just gonna raise it again? We, we were having too many plebs, and we had to, we had to, we had to have a certain requisite minimum quality, you know, and just... You'll get there. You'll get there, Ray. Don't worry. Fuck you. But... <laughs> Speaking of numbers getting bigger, oh, oh man, I can't wait to see. Wait, no, come on, let's let's hear it. Nintendo's tweet 
stats, numbers, likes, and retweets went ham this week. That was awful. It was. No, that was. That wow. <laughs> I was. Man, there was another story you could have gone with that would have made more sense. Yeah, I know. Like, like the speaking of numbers getting bigger, Red Dead Redemption. There's a second. They one added. They added a whole nother number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's the one I was waiting for. Like, do it. I was like on the edge of my seat. Like, this is it. He's gonna do a proper segue, and then he stumbles over the finish Ray, line. Ray, you know like that's not my thing. <laughs> no, that's that that. You're right. Your thing is not to gracefully finish. It is to roll headlong, tumble. But you know what is Nintendo's over. thing? To continually change the way we play games with their newest game console. We got an NX reveal and teaser. The Nintendo That's Switch. Not the NX. See, see, I can do segues. Fuck you. The Nintendo the Switch the coming May 2000, and by May I mean March 2017. The newest mm-hmm. console from Nintendo, powered by Nvidia. It is what we thought all along. It is a hybrid console. There is a dock with a tablet that the tablet goes into you have a controller that is uh what's the word i'm looking for i'm posting removable on here modular modular i'm not posting videos because the video will just get flagged by nintendo then they'll make money off of us yeah, and i'm just not having we that. Don't want that so the the modular controllers have two little paddles that can be t- broken off from the main base put onto the tablet portion of the console so you can game on the go. You can also remove the paddles on the sides of the tablet, put those together, form a little mini controller, and there's a stand on the tablet. You can put it in front of you. So, like, let's say you're on a train or a plane or some other place out and about. You can have it set up on a stand. You can have your gaming experience on the go. Your full Nintendo home console portable. Gentlemen, I uh, when I when I looked at the reveal trailer, I uh, as a matter of fact, I have words for this, so I'm gonna let get, let Mike go first. I have lots of words for this. Well, I after looking at this thing, I think it, I'm really intrigued to kind of learn more. I mean, it's kind of what we, you know, it's a lot of people have been speculating that this is kind of the direction they would go for a long time, so it wasn't. A huge surprise, but it seems like this definitely still kind of has Nintendo in the nice-to-have kind of category for games. Like, you either have your PS4, Xbox, or PC, and then you have this because if you, it's nice-to-have. That it, it, It's not going to... I don't think it's going to be replacing any of these kind of, like... For, like, the hardcore audience, like... I don't know if this really moves the needle for them. But it is, um, as in, I don't think it's, to say it's a, a direct competitor to, like, the PS4 or something like that, it's, I don't, it's, I don't know, it's it's kind of apples and oranges. I, I don't think that it needs to be or mm-hmm. is or will be marketed that way. I, I really don't. So that, that doesn't really, uh, that doesn't really bother me or, or yeah track for me exactly so this i mean it's just it's such a different animal and so um but i'm really i mean i'm really interested to see you know what this just to learn more about this thing i mean because it's 
It's a pretty. It's got some pretty cool ideas. I think a lot of it's going to come down to you know the execution. Like, if this, if you know the performance, when you kind of take it out of the kind of the the central little dock it has when you're playing it on like a big screen, if the performance tanks, like if the, if that's just something they can never get right, or the battery life is low, uh, that's going to be a real that's going to be something that's a real bummer about this thing from the get go. But if you if it's if that performance is pretty is pretty is like an acceptable um and say that tablet has about the like the play life of like a 3ds for example then i think that's the kind of stuff that they need to be those kind of basics i think in my book that they need to hit for this thing to really be to really take off and be a cool piece of tech i don't have a lot of fear about the processing mobily the the battery life is one that will be the huge the huge uh the huge question mm-hmm. the having the nvidia gpu in there the one that they are going to that's going to power that i think is a really good move for nintendo especially given nvidia's track record with mobile processors in the last few years specifically in their shield gaming tablet and mm-hmm. um uh, set top box kind of thing. Um, they've really done a lot of work in the last few years perfecting that technology, getting those CPUs to a place of good battery life and really good performance for a mobile device. So I think that is not going to be a huge concern. Yeah, that you'll probably get a slower clock speed on the move just to save battery life, but mm-hmm. I think that is a really good decision for Nintendo, and that might be something that when we first heard about the NVIDIA Switch, I might have, I think I thought about after our last podcast, it's like the Shield is a really good example of like NVIDIA doing this well. So I think that's, I think that's going to be all right. So can I make some comments on this? Ye- so how? Yes. Oh, go ahead. Please go ahead. How appropriate is it of Josh to bring up the Shield, the device that like no one owns? People don't own it, but it's a good device. It's it's one of those things sure. that if you own it, people who do own it love it. It's not a huge widespread device because I don't think they've really marketed it well or, or given mm-hmm. people a... Or at all. <laughs> yeah, or given people... Now, the Shield home device, the one that uh, like plugs into your set-top box, has gaming, but also does like you know Roku-style stuff, that has sold a lot better... Um, been a lot better it. marketed, but it's still a good device. Got a good processor in it, um, but you know, sales does okay. not necessarily equal quality. So, right. So, so my thought when I first saw the the Switch reveal trailer, I'm like, they, me and my friends were just like, Nintendo is like actually incapable of just making a normal console. They, they, they don't have it in their blood. They don't have it in their bone structure. They're like, oh, look, we could just make something to actually compete with the PS. Well, no, no. You know what? We're going to be completely 100% different. We're going to make this thing that no one knew that they wanted. But don't get me wrong. The more and more I look at the reveal trailer, the more and more I think I'm probably the market for this. Because I, I had to do a couple travel. I had to do, like, some global traveling a couple weeks ago, and I was thinking while on the plane. How um, great would that have been on your like 
18 million hour flight across the globe. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been kind of fun, but it comes with a couple caveats. One, how long is that battery life? Two, what are the games actually going to be like that come out in that thing? Like, I had my 3DS, I had my ebook, I was I was entertained, I had my phone, I just paid for Wi-Fi, I was fine. So, like, I'm not such a hardcore gamer that I need a gaming system with me. I'll be fine without. I bring laptops or computers all the time. Uh, also, can I talk how in that NX Revere trailer, how they showed the people playing, like, NBA 2K. I'm going to show a screenshot of that. NBA 2K on those tiny little controllers because it breaks off and uh, two main little, like, nunchucks, they're called Joy-Cons, become separate, like, player controllers. They're like, yeah, we're playing NBA 2K on this. Like, no, you're not. No, you're not. That is a fake yeah. screenshot. That is bullshit. <laughs> I, um, there is nothing real about what you just showed. That's me. kind of that's one of the other kind of questions I had about this thing because I think it is cool that you can kind of break those off and do like local multiplayer like that, kind of like sure. out of nowhere. But it's kind of you know it's like eh, this is this thing is pretty small. Like, it, I mean, it's I think it's like I think it's a pretty cool kind of piece of like oh it just like just snaps in like that's cool but yeah that's a, it's that's like a I, you concept, know I, yeah. i'm really curious i hope that is like I more i hope it feels me, more natural than it looks like that's not for us last i checked nba 2k 17 required more than at max five buttons and also they showed them like go to a party hey we just break these off they like connect together and uh like they showed like two uh switches together and they were playing mario kart i'm like yeah mario kart requires more than four buttons who are you fooling this is fake actually speaking of fake um something i noticed in the reveal trailer two things one this is a good this is a positive in nintendo's favor huge positive watch that reveal trailer again there are no children in any part of that trailer. Everyone in that trailer is above the age of 21. They are marketing that to millennials. They're marketing it to adults. Nintendo looks like they're trying to throw away that we're just a system for game for kids. It looks like they're trying to market it to, no, we're the system for everyone that's been buying our games because they've been loving it since they were kids. And I respect the hell out of that. I thought it was smart. It was a really smart move. Like, the way they showed it, they're like... Uh, guys, just sit down. I'm, oh, my dog needs to be walked? Let me take my Switch with me. Oh, someone's inviting me to a party? Let me take my Switch with me. Hey, we're about to go play some... Uh, we're about to go to Go-Kart. While we play some Go-Kart, while we're going to go play Go-Kart. Or go, Go-Kart. That's smart. That's really good, effective marketing. Yeah. Okay, that's the positive in Nintendo's favor. Here's the negative. They showed some screenshots of Skyrim. Uh, the remastered edition on the Switch. As a matter of fact, they spent the whole minute of that reveal trailer showing Skyrim remastered on MX. Bethesda has not confirmed Skyrim remaster is coming to the NX. Well, I don't. Th- I uh, think it's just they don't want to cannibalize their own sales with a remastered edition on the PS4. And uh, yeah, I think that's. I think Xbox that's one. That's what I would they say. They wouldn't about have that. showed that on there if it if they hadn't talked to Bethesda about like, hey, you're you're gonna do that right. Yeah, yeah, don't don't worry. Like, yeah, uh, that, I, I think I'm. Bethesda came out and said we we are not confirming that this game will be. Again, I think Mike's right with. Either. I think Mike's right. I think Mike's right with the. Hey, we're about ready to launch these on the other consoles, and we don't want anybody who might buy a Switch to like wait. So because then we might get two sales, so we're just gonna be real coy about it. 
I agree. And they are uh, one so of the... Imagine um, someone buying a Switch and expecting Skyrim Remastered, and then they're like, yeah, we're not releasing Skyrim Remastered on this system. Also, if you're buying the Nintendo Switch for the Sky, for Skyrim, you're, you're, you're wrong. You're dumb. Why are you wrong when they market it that way? That's not wrong. That's lying. Because they're... They're, yeah, they're, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Josh. Defend the corporations again. Because here we go. Somebody get Hail Corporate out here. I missed this. I'm Hail Corporate's I, representative. No, let me get my beer. Me. For let the let one, the man speak, Stan. For the one person out there who looks at this five-year-old game on the new console and says, that's the reason why I'm buying the Nintendo Switch, he, there are, again, Not, not Nintendo's game. first parties, no. no. No, It's not a Nintendo first party game. It is a game no. that has been out for a long time and on literally every other platform out there imaginable that that person already probably has. Like, yeah, that one person who buys it, if they don't do it, will be disappointed. But, like, it's one person. They'll be all right. There are other, yeah. there are other games out there. Have you heard about The Legend of Zelda? I bet it's going to be pretty good, too. So, Have you heard about that, that clearly un- that clearly new Mario game that they showed footage of that was not yeah. any other Mario game that looks I'm, pretty I'm so damn glad good. You guys are like just feeding it to Nintendo right now. Of course they're gonna have first party games, Nintendo games, but you know what's been killing Nintendo the past two decades? Lack of third party support. So if they're gonna show third party games and those third party games possibly don't come to that console, you have another Wii U, which sits in the corner and is either your Mario Maker or Smash Brothers wait, machine, here, and that's wait, it. People mocked the Wii U for showcasing the Batman Arkham game that was a year or two old, the Armored Edition or whatever, when the Wii U was getting launched. I mean, like, oh, they're just, you know, they're just talking about this old third-party game. Where's the new stuff? And now you're saying that them talking about a five-year-old game as a third-party title. It's the remastered edition. There's a difference. The remastered edition, you can't buy the remastered edition of Skyrim yet. But if they are showing commercials for it, acting like you can play it on this new system as well as play it on the current consoles, someone might withhold that purchase, buy a Nintendo Switch, and say, I'll just play it on this one instead when it comes out. There's a difference between Arkham City, which had already been out, and there's already the Game of the Year edition, which had been out for an extra year by the time the Wii U got it. And then just re-releasing it and giving Batman some OP armored gloves. There's a big difference between that and saying there's a new game that's coming out. It's not out yet. Yes, it's a remastered version of an older game. But this remastered version has new stepped-up graphics, a lot of different mods support, graphics and a lot of different... for a Bethesda game, which is like... Hey, the shaders look a little nicer, but it's basically no, no, going to be clean right. faces. I'm defending a, I'm defending two things. A console game. Two clean things, faces. Two things. One, okay. of all of the things about the Nintendo Switch to talk about, this is like the least important one. Two, Bethesda would not let Nintendo use that footage well, in okay. their commercial if they weren't going to make that game. I go back to the I Wii agree a hundred percent. Go back to the Wii U reveal trailer. And count the games that are in that reveal trailer that never came out for it. There's three. It happens. Companies could just say, "Yeah, you could use this footage, but we don't. We're not going to commit to the game but coming I bet, out here." I bet if you go back to any other console launch, I bet you find the same thing. I bet you find things that be like, "This is going to be a day one launch title that never fu- that don't come out either at launch or at all." So, 
that I doesn't... challenge you to do that, and it's not the same. People, third-party companies are quicker to jump ship from Nintendo than any other console because Nintendo lately, from the Wii to the Wii U, have been too gimmicky for people to say, yeah, we're just not going to commit to this. We will make more money on the other guys. But that's a difference between this being a mobile console and motion controls. Like, I think motion controls was a gimmick because it was a completely different way that third parties were not looking to try and do. This is just like, hey, you know, make your game run a little differently because it might be on a, you know... No, don't get me wrong. The thing I like about the Switch is if you look at it kind of sideways, it looks like just a normal console. Like, yeah... I think it, it looks pretty it slick. Where, it, I agree. It, don't get me wrong. It, it looks like a sexy piece of hardware, and the, honestly. The, the, the handheld, like the normal, like the controller kind of has like an old like wave birdie vibe to, wave, wave birdie vibe to it. I'll dig it. Um, I, I wasn't a fan of it. I actually wanted to, like, kind of talking about, like, third parties and stuff. There's an, uh, in addition to the, um, just some of the reveal trailer, Nintendo put out a couple, uh, just some other pieces of information. They did that, look at all these exciting brands, you know, splash that they had. Um, and certainly compared to the, the, the same similar kind of splash they had for the Wii U, it's a much beefier list. Of companies, I mean, you've got like your heavy, you've got your, you know, your standbys like, uh, like Ubisoft, Atlas, people like that. Uh, but you had a couple other names on there, like um, that I thought were interesting, like from Software, uh, Grasshopper. Um, so if I, if it means I'm gonna get some, I don't think that, I don't. I mean, from Software does a lot of other things besides Dark Souls, but if I'm if you're telling me that I'm going to have some Dark Souls and some Suda 51 action on the Swift or the Switch, sorry. Um, <laughs> I think it's that's kind of another point I wanted to bring up is like our next as I guess, you know, we'll have to see how much we can really glean from this trailer. But it didn't really show a lot of touch control. I'm going to assume that that's it has touch control just because Every single other device at this point like has touch control. Like it's it's just it would just be silly not to have it in, as like a menu navigation type capacity. But it really looked like they've moved away from motion control as a major element. You know, doing things on like the second screen as I mean, a major I component. Think, I, I disagree with you. I don't think touch controls are needed. Like, how, what's the last game that you played? And did you feel this game would have benefited from touch controls? I mean, the only one I can think of is Mario Maker lately. But, I mean, but yeah, th the, there's that. But yeah, that's but kind of that's what I'm saying is that here it, it's more it's more that anybody who takes this out of the base and does it mobily is so used to gaming on their phone and having a like having a tablet or a screen like that that they're going to try and touch it. And if they don't, if they're not able to touch it. Even for things like menu navigation, they're going to be pissed off. Like I, I think. I so, doubt it. Like that. That's kind I, of what I, I, I think. Like I mean, that. people yell at yell at um, Apple for the MacBook not having a touchscreen because so many computers have like laptops have touchscreens nowadays. People want that. They may not use it, but they complaint. want. It. I hear it all the time. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of I'm wondering about that. Like I can't imagine it would really be like too much of an impact on, on the system. I think it would be a detriment if it didn't have just 
like basic touchscreen, and I think it would, I, I'm going to go ahead and assume it has that until it doesn't, just because it, it makes so much sense in terms of navigation. You know, say at a, we don't know really much more if it, you know, if this thing is going to have like a Netflix app or um, other things like that. Like I think that makes a lot of sense uh, for. I think that makes it. Uh, so if it had like a capacitive touchscreen, I think that would. The reason why I'm saying, like, I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't have one, that it might have a a tactile touchscreen, like a touch-resistive touchscreen. There's a word for that. I forget what it is. But there's capacitive, which is heat-based, and then there's, like, we'll just say tactile. There's a tactile, which is, like, the plastic is detecting where the screen actually touched. Um, I would say that jacks the price up to gigantic levels if they had a capacitive touchscreen. So, and with that high fidelity of the screen that they're using, it looks like, it well the granted it's just a trailer so I have no idea what the screen's going to look like. We have, look, they made it look. I think we have that. to assume it's going to be an HD screen. Let's assume if you add a capacitive screen to that, you're like, looking at like a six hundred dollar console, and I just don't foresee Nintendo doing that. Yeah, that would be a little high, but I I do think it's going to have. I think just in, in, kind of in terms of how people interact with technology that looks like that, a lot of. Um, these days, I mean, people are... Nat it's just natural at this point. It's like, oh, this thing kind of looks like an iPad. Boop. Oh, wait, that doesn't work. This is weird. Um, I, I think th just that capacity, I think that it's... It's not mandatory, but I think it would be a mistake if Nintendo didn't make that just as... Just a, just a, well, a just in terms of how nothing people... in the showed you that they were touching on the screen. No, nothing did, but I do... Like I was saying... Uh, I just don't. I think that it would be a mistake to not include that, just because that's how, with a lot of technology that people interact with today, that's how that's how just how stuff works. Like I can pinch, I can pull, I can slide. Like that just that's how that works. So I think it would be a mistake to not have that. I mean, I don't. Th this is kind of what the main point I wanted to make is. I don't think a lot of that is going to be a big part of gameplay. Like we didn't see a lot of motion control. We didn't see anybody drawing anything. And I wonder if this is um, Nintendo's... I mean, it's still going to be a lot of quirks for developers. You know, they have to build their games for the mobile version of the game and the docked version of the game. It looks like we're going to have uh, a cartridge-type game or, like, a download yeah, yeah. versus, you know, optical drive. Thanks for bringing that so, up. Cartridges, yeah. Do we think, like, is this the, is this the console that gets third parties back in with Nintendo and it, I mean it's uh, going to be hard to do worse than the Wii U did but it also seems like it's <laughs> it, it also seems I like think, this is a lot more developer friendly than the yes, Wii U I would say it will also depend on the architecture if the rumors of what we heard true that they were going to be more uh, Linux based and, and a lot more uh a lot less of the Nintendo proprietary weirdness that has always kind of plagued the systems and, and kept the third parties away in a, in mm -hmm. a way. Um, and I think in just overall sales numbers, like it is this console going to sell in numbers that make third parties go, maybe this is something we want to do that extra work to get the game ready. Because I don't think that the, the whole we have to make the docked in the mobile version of uh, I don't think that's going to be an issue uh, simply because of the whole uh, 
you know the division in the xbox and the playstation you kind of have like your your pc slider type yeah you're gonna have your two different versions of the game that kind of have to run at different speeds so that that's going to be something that all developers are going to be getting pretty accustomed accustomed to anyway it's really going to be about is it as easy to develop for or easier to develop for than the wii the wii u and another consistent Mm -hmm. and does it sell and that's another good question is, I mean, because Ninte- I mean, Nintendo hasn't really, like, they haven't explicitly confirmed, like, going forward what this means for the DS. The DS, I mean, yeah. We're pretty sure that this... Well, I think they just killed the DS. I, th- I, think, I, you're I right. think you're right. I think you're right. They haven't... They either killed the DS or they turned it into a, a true children's toy. Yeah, and that's kind of what I... That's kind of that's what I I think I was I wanted to answer your question with this earlier, Josh. Was you're talking about the sale like you know the install base for this thing attracting third parties? You know, Nintendo didn't sell a lot of Wii U's, but they sold a hell of a lot of 3DSs, and there are, are and a there lot are of a good lot of games on the 3DS. So yep. if I mean combining that, there's there's real potential to combine that audience. You know, this means you get the. F- this means for a lot of people, they get like, you know, the HD Monster Hunter or the HD Pokemon game that they've always wanted. That's HD see, Hunter. that's the kind of stuff that this console can do for a, a, a lot of those audiences, which might yes, be really can. big. Here's my concern: is how much of the 3DS audience were price sensitive parents. Who bought this device for their children because mm-hmm. it was a lot less expensive and rugged. Something that yeah. could be thrown in a backpack, that could be put in a back pocket, that their kid could bounce around without having to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how, what is the price point of this going to be, and how is that going to translate in bringing that? 3DS audience yeah. into this new platform? That's going to be. Can I just say that to that point? First of all, the, it goes back to the marketing that we saw of the uh, of the reveal trailer. Only adults were in this reveal trailer, and the second game that they showed in this reveal trailer was an M-rated one, Skyrim: The Remastered Edition. Let's pretend that's coming to the Switch. It's let's also, pre- that's an M- let's it's also pretend it's that parents it's and coming. kids follow ratings. Ooh. It, that too, whatever. But still, M-rated <laughs> game. The, the point is made that nothing about this trailer made it seem like, yeah, we want kids to buy this. Like, that thing looks like if you got near a concrete, a piece of concrete with it, it shatters. That thing does not look rugged at all. I know, I would, but like... I, I would be fear-dropping it. But my my point is that they're the base of so many DSs and 3DSs being in the realm it's of It's something you can close... Kids. So you can just for the price point, like how how are they going to retain that part of the market? Be- you don't. You 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 sell it like you sell iPads. Parents buy iPads all the time for their kids. They don't care. You keep it the exact same price point and say if you want to use it for your kids, whatever. Here's a here's a cover. And that's kind of another kind of thing to think about with this device is how it kind of plays into uh, with. Nintendo's stuff on cell phones. I mean, people are, I guess, in terms of gaming, you know, a lot of kids just have smartphones. 
You know, like there's still going to yeah. be a, a very easy way to play Nintendo type games. I mean, it's obviously not the same. You know. But there's going to be but, a Mario game come December on a smartphone. But so that's the kind that's of thing. But I, I think that that audience is still kind of there. So I think Josh does bring a good point. He's like, you know, what's the is the price point of this device going to be right to bring in a, a large portion of that 3DS audience? I mean, the 3DS was pretty expensive to begin with. The price fell pretty quickly when it fir- when it first came out. Um, yeah, I was one of the, I was one of the first suckers. I was day one in line to buy a 3DS for two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. So I and I and it did fall. It it did qu- fall quite a bit, and it has been a, at a lower price oh, point yeah. for uh, I would say the majority of its lifespan. But that yeah. you, Josh does bring the point. I mean, is this a like? It just makes me nervous. It it I think that's a really good point. Like, is this thing going to be five hundred bucks? Yes, I'm. I'm take, taking all bets. Five hundred dollars, possibly six hundred. Day one release. I did, you know, but I just, and I, we don't, we don't, we could go on and on about this, and we we have a lot of other stuff to cover, and I don't think we're gonna. Can we? We could just actually cut it off here. Just call this the NX. I mean the Switch podcast, and then we could just talk about the other stuff in a different one because this has gone on for thirty-three minutes. Yeah. Well, then, so because I mean, at the end, like my point about the 3ds market and and needing to figure out something for those people the 3ds sold 57 almost 58 million copies damn like they've sold that Mm. many pieces of hardware like you can't just write that market off you can't write that audience off like that's i knew it was a lot but geez that's that's a lot of consoles december 31st 2015 so that number has probably gone up you know not probably a huge amount but like it's that's a lot of consoles that's a lot of units. So I'm not saying that the Switch is a bad console. I'm very much looking forward to it, but I'm looking forward to it. I want to I am. I, I really am. Intent, I want to see how they, this impacts. Yeah. I'm, I'm very interested to watch because they need to capitalize on that audience cuz that's a staggering number. Yeah, I, you know, I'm I'm very interested. I'm very interested in all, in all Calling of it. it loud. It's a very $500. I, don't, I think you're probably right. I think it's that's probably going to be the ballpark. I th- I'm going to. I'm going to foresee it costing less. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to go with four. I'm going to go four I, tops. I, I would. I looking at the way that thing is built, I would say selling it at four hundred dollars. They're selling it at a giant loss. The Wii U launched in North America at three hundred dollars. So yeah, but the thing's a piece. Well, and there's no. No, I'm saying nothing intelligently designed about that. I mean, the Wii was basically a Wii with a tablet. So, I yeah. think, I think Stan might be right. An extra two hundred dollars for that. That slick piece of hardware with a giant HD screen with a bunch of detachable parts that you're gonna lose. Just, just deal with that fact. You're just gonna lose a couple Joy Cons. Also, the the new Nvidia Tegra chip however much battery they're cramming into that thing for mobile use like i, I could see that 500 hundred dollar price point i don't oh, yeah. i guess can we, like can we start taking bets on how long that thing is gonna last on battery i'm predicting four hours solid that's probably that's not an, that's not i think that's in the ballpark uh but i, I do want everyone else's gonna... 3ds but my 3ds lasts five hours on battery i was gonna it's say four to, i was gonna say four to six on battery, um, probably a little shorter if you're using the wireless controller rather than having them hooked onto the sides. But 
know. I'm going to say price-wise, I don't think it... I, I just... I think 500 would be... At, like we just talked about that 3DS audience, like the big, the big success here is going to be capturing, getting those people to be to just go ahead and buy this too. Yeah. So having that at such a having, I mean, obviously you're getting a home console too, and all the features that mm-hmm. come with a modern home console. I mean, we think you know you it just, can't. Nope, nope, nope. I nope. It can't come out at five hundred dollars. There's no way. It'll be more than a PS4 Pro. Can't happen. They won't do it. That's that's kind of, yeah, will. that's kind of what I'm thinking. That's what I'm I'm kind of thinking. It's just like I've, I don't I've, I really. I revised my statement. Three fifty. I'm holding five hundred strong. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I like three fifty. That's a good number, Josh. Well we'll we'll well we'll get there right, when we sorry, get there. Three forty nine ninety nine. Oh okay. I I bid one dollar. Okay. Four ninety nine ninety nine then. One dollar. Oh, I bid one dollar. You know what? Uh, from what I've been reading about the specs, this thing will be slightly more powerful than a PS4. Interesting. Slightly. Yeah, I guess we don't really know much about the specs of it, but you know, we'll we'll up uh, we'll talk more as we learn more. I am looking forward to seeing more of it. I I I, I say again, even though I kind of shit talked it a little bit, I'm looking forward to this. I, I might actually buy it. Me I, too. I think, um, Me too. Th- like I'm, I think I'm the market for this. <laughs> that's kind of how I feel. Like this is a uh, this is a really cool piece of kind of kind of tech, and I'm really if they can really if the, the execution is going to make this thing make or break this thing. Like I mean, duh, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's if thing is good, it well, will be good. But really, if it, there's a, there's, it's there's probably some, the most popular video on Nintendo's YouTube there's channel. There's some pretty cool ideas going on here, and I'm really curious to see if they can pull it off. Should yeah, we talk? About, we should talk about other stuff. Well, let's just cut this. Just want to break it off. Then. I think this is this is this is it. We're gonna hot swap this into the <laughs> Nintendo's. We're gonna switch this. Oh, that was good. Okay, that was all right. Okay. Oh shit. Kobe. So I guess all is left for me. What to you say. guys aren't seeing is him actually doing the whipping motion with his hands. <laughs> also, I really hope it makes those noises. But that is a that is you know that's just gravy. So I guess that's the less for us to say is make sure you subscribe to us here. You go to our Facebook page and like us at Unscripted Gaming. Follow us on Twitter at Unscript underscore Gaming. Uh, you can also get us at SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash unscripted-gaming. We are also on iTunes, Google Play, Muse, Podcasts, excuse me, Stitcher, and uh, Pocket Cast. So you can follow us anywhere. So thanks for listening to our Nintendo Switch special. Uh, if I'm you, Josh. If you pay me $50, I'll transcribe a whole episode and mail it to you. Look at that. That's service right there. That. Okay. Let's Oh, also swap. if you want to have a bitch in t-shirt with the unscripted gaming logo and our most popular catchphrase, <laughs> vote with your wallet on it. Go to teespring.com/unscriptedgaming. You can have one for your very own self. Buy one. It'll be awesome. Help support the podcast and also let people know that you vote with your wallet. Cuz you are very smart. Goddamn right. It's a very Be- smart t-shirt for very smart people. Be a rational consumer. Vote with your wallet by buying this t-shirt. <laughs> oh, I have nothing to add to this. I am very sorry. Right. Hot swap I'm engaged. Josh. I'm Mike. I'm Ray. Peace. Hot swap.
stuff.